0: Good afternoon, this is Elizabeth Smith-McCrossan here to provide you with my weekly constituency MLA update for Cumberland North. Today is Monday, May the 31st, and my mission continues to be serving you, the people of Cumberland North, building unity and trust, influencing legislation and public policy for the greater good, providing education and building capacity to promote our people and our area and, from my heart of hearts, working to build a world-class healthcare system and improving our population health. That is my mission, that is my purpose that I strive to achieve each and every day of the week as your MLA. This morning, before I share my MLA update from last week, I feel I must acknowledge what has been exposed over the weekend. The discovery of 215 215 Indigenous children in an unmarked grave beside a residential school in British Columbia. As I read more about the circumstances this morning, I am sobered to just our humanity. I am sobered to the truth of our Canadian history. And I feel really more awakened to really seeing the need for reconciliation for the mistakes of of the past. I have so many questions, and I'm sure many of you listening do as well. Like, how did these children die? How many children died in residential schools across our country? Were their parents informed of their death? So I look forward to learning more, and I'm going to be studying this out and, and learning more in the coming days and weeks ahead. This is a time in our Canadian history that I am ashamed of. But like all wrongs, I do believe healing is always possible when truth is exposed and given the space to unfold and be shared in a safe place, in a safe environment. I believe we must seek healing as a nation. This will be painful. But like all pain and suffering, healing can happen, I believe, when there's a desire to learn from our mistakes, and then we can move forward, arm in arm, brother to brother, sister to sister. We are all human beings, first and foremost. We are all equal, and we all deserve to be treated with love, with respect, and with dignity in life and afterlife. The idea of children dying apart from their parents is heartbreaking for me. The thought of parents maybe not even being informed of the death of their child is wrong. Full stop. It's just wrong. I don't want to hear excuses. I believe we must acknowledge mistakes were made, pause, and grieve. Let hearts feel the hurt. And when hearts are ready, heal together as a nation, as one people, regardless of the color of our skin. I really just had to start off my report today by acknowledging these findings, sharing with you what's on my heart as your MLA. It is um, really, it's heartbreaking. It's devastating just to think about the history and the people affected. So... Last week in politics, as your MLA, I worked on many issues for you, for all of our people, including, but not limited to, some of the following items. Notarizing documents for people, worked on COVID restrictions and rules, responding to hundreds and hundreds of questions throughout the week that people had, responding to border challenges uh, here at the Nova Scotia New Brunswick border, Responding to lack of access to COVID testing, uh, especially in the Pugwash-Wallace area. Of course, we continue to have a lack of family physicians here in Cumberland North. I responded to problems with roads. I read and responded to the Auditor General report on the Nova Scotia Liquor Commission that was released last week. I responded to concerns of sexual assault also addressed the reopening plans for Nova Scotia that were released on Friday afternoon and also responded and worked with businesses who are currently struggling because of zero or decreased revenues due to closures. Last week, I also had the honor of attending virtually, of course, the annual cadet review for the Amherst Air Cadets with Commanding Officer Colin Burke. I was very proud to attend and share some words of encouragement to the cadets, their parents, and of course our leaders, and look forward to continuing to work and support the cadet program. Last week was Paramedic Services Week when we celebrated and thanked our paramedics here in Cumberland North. I did have an opportunity to deliver some goodies to our Amherst garage and was able to speak to a few of our paramedics on their shift change and also sent along some treats for the paramedics at the Pugwash Garage. And I want to today just publicly thank every paramedic for the service they provide to our communities. Uh, They are all dedicated to emergency and non-urgent care here for you in times of need. Thank God for each and every one of our paramedics. Last week, I was interviewed by the Atlantic Forestry Magazine. In January, 2020, you may all remember when there was an announcement made that Northern Pulp was going to close. Of course, there's a huge concern due to a sudden shutdown of the pulp mill, which resulted in a loss of a market for the pulp wood. We gathered in January with public residents that were interested in saving the forestry industry here in Cumberland County. With over 100 people showing up at our very first meeting, we moved forward with those people. We had a total of five public meetings and now continue to meet regularly and work towards a mandate of a healthy, sustainable forestry industry here in Cumberland County. We have the Cumberland Forestry Advisory Committee as well as several working committees. And I proudly shared with the Atlantic Forestry Magazine the incredible work of local leaders, people like Ian Ripley, Jonathan McClellan with the Cumberland Business Connector, Ron Furlong with the Amherst Chamber of Commerce, Mac Davis, one of our incredible uh, forestry professionals here in Cumberland, Matt McGilvery, Kevin Miriam, Jeff Black, and many, many more. We will continue with this great work well into the future. And recently, we advocated for accurate forestry information to be taught in our schools. And we here are seeking input into the teaching objectives and outcomes for our children. Last week, I also moderated an Equal Voice event virtually again, of course, with an incredible panel of women political leaders. We had over 50 women and a couple of men as well joined together. We encouraged and empowered more women to step into leadership roles in their communities in all three levels of politics. Are you a woman that wants something better for your community? If you answered yes, set out a plan to accomplish this. It can be done. Are you a man that wants something better for your community? If yes, set out a plan to accomplish it. Whatever we want for our community, we can accomplish, and you can lead it to happen. Believe it, and now let's do it. I believe more than ever in the future of our of our community both here in Cumberland North, throughout all of Cumberland County, throughout Nova Scotia, and our entire maritime region. First, we have to know what we want, and then we set out a plan to accomplish it. And together, we can make it happen. Now, this week in politics, I anticipate a lot of my work will be supporting people in our communities as they work through the details of the Nova Scotia Reopening Plan, and there is a link to the reopening plan on my Facebook site. And if you want any information about this, please don't hesitate to reach out to myself and my staff at my office. The phone number is 902-661-2288. My email address is elizabeth.smith-macrossan at nova Please reach out to us and contact us anytime with any questions that you may have. You may already know schools are set to reopen here in Cumberland North on Wednesday, June the 2nd and throughout most of Nova Scotia except for in the Halifax Regional Municipality and some schools in Cape Breton Regional Municipality. Again, if you have any questions, please contact me. This week I'll also be working on a presentation for my caucus on the remediation of gold mines. This is part of my critic work under Nova Scotia lands. This week, I look forward to joining Tim Houston. He's the leader of our Progressive Conservative Party. On Wednesday evening at 7 p.m., I'm going to be joining Tim in a discussion on Facebook Live. And we're going to talk politics, Nova Scotia politics. Tune in if you're able to join us. Pandemic update. Vaccines continue to be available throughout Cumberland North at our local pharmacies as well as the Amherst Centre Mall. You can book your appointment by going online and going to Googling Nova Scotia coronavirus vaccine or you can book your appointment by phone 1-833-797-7772 and the phone is available from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. seven days a week. Currently, people ages 12 and up are eligible to receive the COVID-19 vaccine. Now, I will say a little side note. I believe right now the entire focus of our federal and provincial governments should be getting vaccine supply and getting the vaccines into arms as soon as possible. If that will lead to uh, lifting the lockdowns and the restrictions and allowing people to cross uh, borders throughout our country, including here in Nova Scotia and New Brunswick, then let's get it done. And I did some math and did some work on the weekend And I believe we could vaccinate the entire population of Nova Scotia in the month of June if we could get the vaccine supply from our federal government. And that is going to be a priority that I'm going to be working on this week. Many people that I know that had COVID-19 here in Cumberland area had no idea where they contracted the virus. They did everything right. They wore their masks. They did the physical distancing. So that tells me that there likely were people in our community with what they call asymptomatic COVID, meaning they were positive, but they had no idea because they had no symptoms. Because of this, public health are encouraging all of us to have regular COVID testing, to detect it early so that if it is in our community, people that have COVID-19, whether they have symptoms or not, can make sure that they are isolating and preventing any further spread here in our community. You can book a COVID-19 test online. Just go to COVID-19, coronavirus testing, and you can book online if you have any problems with that. Certainly, again, reach out to my office. My staff and I are here here to help you. Also, keep an eye on exposure sites. The Nova Scotia Health Authority does have a high-risk exposure site list on the website. Now, many people had reached out to me three weeks ago because they were really upset that There were no high-risk exposure sites listed um, the first two weeks when there were positive COVID cases here in Cumberland area. And if you remember back at that time, that is right when our province as a whole uh, was overwhelmed with um, a huge influx of positive COVID nineteen cases, and I remember clearly Dr. Strang saying at one of the press conferences that right now public health was overwhelmed and was not able to keep up with the all of the information. But I think you know they from everything that I'm seeing, they are back on track, they are caught up, and if there are any high risk exposure sites, they should be listed now on the website that is available. So keep an eye on that. Here in Nova Scotia, there's currently 505 active cases of COVID-19 as of Monday morning and Sunday, 20 new cases were reported. It's so nice to hear lower numbers, knowing that that is less people in our province affected by the virus. 42 persons were reported in hospital and 17 in ICU. In New Brunswick, there, as of Monday morning, are currently 143 active cases of COVID-19. On Sunday, there were nine new cases reported in New Brunswick, with seven persons in hospital and three in the ICU. Birthdays. Anyone celebrating a birthday or anniversary this week? Please know I'm sending you best wishes. Uh, Celebrate. Even though you may not be able to celebrate how you want to celebrate, do the best that you can. We must celebrate our milestones in life Today, on Monday, Kim Ripley is celebrating a birthday as well as Adam Davies, Joan Cameron, and Jason Blanche. Tuesday, Kenneth Burris is celebrating a birthday. Now, Kenneth, Kenneth does not live here anymore, but Kenneth grew up in Linden. He has many family members that still live here in Cumberland North. He works on a, a dairy farm over in Prince Edward Island, but I did want to acknowledge Kenneth and his birthday on Tuesday and uh, please, if his family are listening, know that I'm thinking of Kenneth this week. On Wednesday, Sandra Colville is celebrating a birthday, as well as Braden Lines. On Thursday, Beth Jessam and Charlotte Fothrop. On Friday, Tyler Skinner and my son Thomas, our son Thomas Macrosson, and Tammy Casey are celebrating birthdays. And on Saturday, Judy Benjamin. And I do want to just give a little shout out to Tyler Skinner who's celebrating a birthday on Friday. I'm proud to share that Tyler Skinner has opened his own business here in Amherst. Tyler is a recent graduate, 221 graduate of the Canadian Academy of Osteopathy's Master of Osteopathic Manipulative Sciences. He is an osteopathic practitioner and has decided to start his practice right here, in his hometown of Amherst and Cumberland County. So, so proud of Tyler and so, so happy that he is choosing Cumberland as his place to practice osteopathy. Osteopathy is a holistic type of manual therapy that aims to facilitate the natural self-healing and self-regulating capacities of our body. I always love learning more about holistic type of therapies And certainly encourage you to as well, if you're interested in getting to know more about the services that Tyler Skinner has to offer, please reach out to Tyler. I'll leave you his phone number here today. It's 902-664-9014. Again, congratulations to Tyler Skinner. He's going to have a birthday this week on Friday, but he's more and more importantly, opening his very first practice of osteopathy right here in Amherst, right here in Cumberland County. I would like to extend my sympathies to anyone who has lost a loved one recently, including the family and friends of Isabel Diana Budasing, Daryl Bruce Baxter, Peter Blair Collins, Carol Ann Locke, and Elaine Marguerite Murphy. Please accept my condolences to friends and families, and to anyone else who may have lost a loved one recently. Today, I started my MLA update, acknowledging the findings of 215 children in an unmarked grave in British Columbia, 215 Indigenous children. It is sobering. It triggers emotion in every one of us. Some of us may choose to not allow the pain to be real. Some may feel anger, some remorse some sadness, some may deny that this really happened, and others may just be bewildered with the whole situation. I can't help but wonder what is happening right now in our society here in Nova Scotia or Canada. What's happening now that our children and our grandchildren and great-grandchildren will look back on us and wonder, How did they allow this to happen? It is certainly sobering indeed. And I believe that this week is going to be a challenging week as more details and more information is shared about not only that residential school, but other schools across our country. As I close off today, I just want to acknowledge that each one of us have a responsibility to stand up when we see something being done that is wrong. When we know in our heart of hearts that an action is being taken that is unethical, that is harming someone else, we must stand, even if it is uncomfortable, even if it means no one is standing with us. When we know in our heart that something is wrong, we must stand for what is right. It is usually difficult. It is almost always difficult difficult. In a conversation I had with my sister who works in the ministry and works to help people go through challenging situations in their life to overcome, we talked about this last night and she shared with me this quote and I'll share it with you as I close off my message today. A woman saw a snake being burned to death and decided to take it out of the fire. When she did, the snake bit her causing excruciating pain. The woman dropped the snake, and the reptile fell right back into the fire. So, the woman grabbed a metal pole, took the snake out of the fire, and saved its life. Someone who was watching approached the woman and said, That snake bit you. Why are you still trying to save it? The woman replied, The nature of the snake is to bite, but that's not going to change my nature, which is to help. Do not change your nature simply because someone harms you. Do not lose your good heart. Only learn to take precautions. I would like to thank Mr. Ron Bickle and CFTA 107.9 for providing me with this opportunity to provide you with my weekly constituency update for Cumberland North. Everyone, take care of yourselves, take care of others, and have a great week.